Hello, everyone. Welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast. This is Yitz Epstein. I am your host. I'm a narcissistic abuse life coach, and today I'll be discussing how family roles affects us. In a healthy family system, members are given permission to find their place in the family. The family is made up of roles. These roles are natural to who the individuals in the family system are. Uh, individuals in the system are free to change that role as they grow, and communication about whose role is what is encouraged in order to create healthy balance and equilibrium. Now, parents are responsible for this balance, assuring that respect for each other is maintained. And when the system gets dysregulated, they are able to restore order with the goal of creating an environment where all the members are able to be themselves and grow into their true authentic self. This is an ideal situation in a healthy, ideal home. Now, in a toxic and a narcissistic home, family roles are given based on how they can meet the personal needs of the parent, most specifically the narcissistic parent. Uh, usually these roles are rigid and not specific to the personality and development, developmental needs of the individuals, of the members. Usually these roles are directly given by the narcissistic parent who tells each member how they can contribute to the family system, which essentially is just serve them, based on how they are made to feel by that specific individual child or family member. Now, we often don't realize how powerfully important these family roles are, but they are extremely impactful and they play a large part in the way Members relate to themselves, to each other, to future partners, and to the way they relate to the world later on in life. So for example, the golden child, right? So the golden child, the role of the golden child, if you don't know, is basically to, uh, they're directly responsible for how they make the family appear, and most specifically how they make the narcissistic parent look in the eyes of other people. They have no say whether they are gonna be this role. This is a role given to them by the specifically the narcissistic parent. Uh, they're chosen specifically for the golden child role because they have something that can be shown off to society as proof and validation of how valuable the family is, most specifically how powerfully important and valuable and loved and respected the narcissistic parent is. Now, later on in life, this role may, this role, the person or the child who's playing this role later on in life may become extremely entitled as they find work environments, friendships, and intimate partners who prop them up, worship them, see them as perfect, and assist them in denying any of their flaws. This role, in my opinion, is most susceptible to becoming a narcissistic perpetrator in future relationships, bullying and controlling bosses, and ultimately being addicted to control and power. In the case of, let's say, the scapegoat child, they may become a doormat, a people pleaser, a codependent, and be an empty shell of a person later on in life, which will lead them to choosing partners who are narcissistic, people who dump their emotions onto them and become an emotional punching bag. They may choose work environments where they're humiliated and disrespecting, expecting this type of treatment wherever they go. So in studying how your specific role in childhood affected you, it's important to look at your present day relationships, look at your friend groups, who you attract, who you're attracted to, and what role you tend to feel comfortable playing in your relationships. And this will really reveal the type of role that you had to play early on because unless you identify the role you had to play in your family of origin, and unless you really dig down and understand how you develop really a personality uh, based on this specific role that was given to you and that you had to play early on, then unfortunately we are gonna continue to play that role in society and attract people to assist us in playing that specific role unless we grow out of it. Uh, we tend to choose bosses who are like our parents, toxic environments like the ones we were raised in, friends who are like siblings and intimate partners who are like our abusive parents. So family roles affect how we see ourselves, how we feel about ourselves. Uh, which affects so many of our daily decisions and ultimately so many of the outcomes that we that occur in our lives. Uh, it affects how we 
place ourselves into society, how we see ourselves in the the the, the mass uh, the mass role uh, we play in, I guess, the the human race, and how we are attracted to specific groups or specific religions or cultures or or just communities where we tend to set up shop and how we set up our lives, and this is usually a repeat of our childhood where we. Although it might have been abusive, ultimately this is comfortable because this is what we know. This is how we know how to live. This is how we are wired uh, based on our experiences early on. So if raised in a toxic home and a narcissistic home, the roles that were experienced in childhood were not chosen based on who you were. They were not attuned to your developmental uh, needs, to your specific talents, skills, your personality, your authentic self. Uh, and therefore, it became very difficult to evolve and to actually grow as a person because you were forced to split off and actually create a sort of a false self to fit in. Uh, if you were raised in this environment, usually it's probably rigid, controlling, and you were probably subtly bullied into playing this role, which can be extremely injurious and affect uh, the personality in, in a myriad of different ways. So it's important to identify if the life that you are living today is simply a recreation of childhood uh, where you are pulling people into your experiences and attracting or being attracted to experiences and, and people who are just allowing you to set up your family of origin in adulthood. Are we choosing the type of environment and relationships that we want to exist in or are we letting our subconscious, unconscious programming or unresolved childhood experiences, our family system from childhood uh, really indicate how you're going to live the rest of our lives? It's a, it's a bitter pill to swallow when we finally realize just how much of our choices were already made for us by the people who placed us in roles that were inappropriate at best and extremely abusive at worst. Our family of origin is like a petri dish for life. It's how we learn what life is. It's, it's how we are ex our first experience with life. And therefore, we learn so much of how we're going to relate to the world later on in, in relationships from our family of origin. I see it as sort of a life school for relationships. So it's how we experience the universe as a child when our psyche is being formed. It takes everything to leave that role and step into your authentic self if you were raised in a home that didn't allow you to express and be and, and thrive in your authentic self, in your authentic being. So it takes untold strength, which when you decide to do it will disrupt whatever system you're a part of. When you decide to leave a system that you have been contributing in some way, everyone in the system is going to be affected and therefore they're probably going to try to pull you back in and try to you know humiliate you, disrespect you, bully you, or maybe even love bomb you to come back. And it's important to remember that any role that you're playing in life forever that is not based on who you are, your authentic self, is to me a split. And that really pulls you away from your authenticity and therefore causes dis-ease. It causes mental illness. It causes dissatisfaction. And I, the way I see it, you cannot grow if you're not stemming from your authentic self. So it's so important. Healing, so much of healing is letting go of these programs, of these roles, of the expectations that you had to live with, which really did not allow you to be present with yourself, accept yourself, and thrive in your authentic being. If you are struggling in this way, please allow me to help you get back to that authentic self and allow you to shed layers of false ideas of who you are and who you were meant to be and really get back to your authentic authentic self in the present moment where you are able to step into your true power and allow the energy that is your authentic self to flow through you and build a life that is based on that authentic self as opposed to completely giving that up and having to play a role in society that is based out of a false self and a false paradigm of existence, which to me cannot lead to, ha to happiness, growth, and fulfillment. If you are struggling in this way, please reach out for a free 15-minute consultation. I'd love to chat with you and discuss how we can be of service to you on that healing journey. My email is info at yitzepstein.com, my phone 818-210-6049. I want to thank you all so much for joining me for today's episode. Until next time, all the best.